And good morning and welcome to the VSA Capital 5-Minute Morning Minor. It's Monday the 13th of February. I'm back in London. All of the uh, business that was due to be done in Dubbo is all over. We're all back in the cold. And don't forget, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Paul, have you got a card for your wife? I'm not going to say that. She's standing right here. <laughs> Come on, you've been married long enough. We just have to get one because it's sort of a process. If you don't, you lose. If you do, oh, did you I say I didn't have one? I don't think uh, I did. Well, no, I know. Anyway, <laughs> any, don't forget all those blokes out there. Make sure you got a card bit for your wife, your girlfriend, your lover, whatever. Just you, if you don't send one, you can only lose. Anyway, uh, moving on from that, uh, let's go on to sort of news today. Why don't we start off uh, Mikango, which is a company which we uh, actually have a lot of time for. I was hoping to bump into them actually down at Endar, but I didn't. Uh, maybe they weren't there. Uh, but they've raised a bit of money this morning, Paul. Yes, they have. Uh, that's probably what was keeping them busy. They have raised three and a half million sterling on 28 million shares, uh, priced at 12 and a half P per share. Uh, Mikango uh, being a uh, dual listed and also uh, uh, trying to be vertically integrated in the rare earths uh, space. Uh, the money will be used, first of all, to finalize the development uh, agreement for its Songwe Hill rare earth mine in Malawi with the government there. And the second uh, portion uh, priority is to uh, advance the development of its rare earth magnet uh, uh, decrepitation recycling plant in Germany. Uh, they already have a, a plan underway in the UK, and this is to get the uh, continental European plant uh, also moving in the uh, uh, development toward uh, uh, recycling magnets in uh, as quickly as possible, essentially. Yeah, um, obviously the share prices are reacted to the placing, but that's certainly to be expected. And now, one that actually quite interests me, uh, and it was actually out late on Friday, but you're going to probably talk about it this morning, Paul, actually is Pan-African Resources. And the reason it interests me is that one of the subjects that I was discussing down in Darbo was just how difficult it is at the moment for junior gold miners to be successful at the moment in Africa. It's a very tough environment. Uh, Pan-African Resources is probably one of the, the, the best gold producers it's actually an exploration producer it's actually a producer best junior should we call it and yet they're struggling aren't they yes they are and in uh, recent uh, finances over the last several quarters they've actually had positive uh, uh, profit warnings as required because of their listing uh, also on the uh, Joburg exchange which requires uh, preempting the market when they knew know that uh, results will vary by a significant amount from prior periods. In this case on Friday, this is a headline earnings uh, statement for the six months that they expect to be lower by about 31% uh, here uh, versus the prior uh, first half of 21. And they are bringing it all largely uh, attributable to about a 20% decrease in the gold price uh, that they have received uh, from 2021. But also they have had some production issues uh, also at the Barberton Mines uh, underground uh, complex uh, they have there in Africa. I do have to uh, point out too that uh, impacting all miners in South Africa is the what you would have to say is the worsening availability of uh, grid power from ESCOM. Uh, ESCOM doesn't really have any grid power, full stop. Um, in fact, uh, Cyril Ramaphosa, the president of South Africa, did in his State of the Union address last Thursday, 
make it quite clear that uh, trying to sort out ESCOM was one of his top priorities because it is an absolute shambles. Uh, now, a couple of, let's just do some quick ones. Uh, I think uh, one of your favourite, East Star Resources, uh, they've had some uh, drilling results, I think. Yes, they have. Uh, East Star Resources is a newly, uh, relatively newly quoted uh, AIM company, and they're exploring specifically projects in Kazakhstan. This particular announcement about its Atmentis uh, license in the Chu uh, Ili orogenic gold belt in Kazakhstan, historically explored, uh, but this one uh, with new drill results that they put in here um, with uh, testing specifically looking good to me on the Eshkilitau too, uh, showing where great, we have a drilling grades here, like 31 meters at a gram from 61 meters depth. Uh, 31 meters at 1.27 grams from 24 meters depth. So that one is in particular is showing some real volume potential. You've got some deeper tests uh, here uh, on this as it has, as I say, been previously uh, trenched or otherwise with very shallow drilling in the past. And this is the more the sense of trying to confirm up toward a compliant resource in due course on these. Eskilatel, uh has a 10 kilometer strike length that was previously identified uh, with 77 trenches and eight shallow shaft uh, working. So there's definitely a lot to play for on that one. Okay, very quickly, we've got a new chairman uh, or non-exec chairman uh, at Gold Platt because uh, Gerard Kisby Green has decided to step down uh, with immediate effect, I think. Um, he obviously is a non-exec director on a few other companies out in Africa uh, and pretty well known. Um, any other companies you wanted to comment on, Paul? I have a couple of other things I wanted to mention. Yeah, the uh, AIM quoted company Pantera uh, is also a drilling a project uh, that they have. Uh, it has a half million ounce of resources historically known on it. And the whole point they're doing is for extensions in order to add to that half million resource. And it's a fairly significant program meeting with some uh, reasonable success. So we, we'll be watching that one more closely. All right. Uh, I think it's also just worth mentioning, um, certainly uh, we write dispatches uh, from South Africa. I wrote two. Uh, if you want to read them and didn't get hold of copies because they give a view on a lot of the companies that we saw down there, uh, then please do get in contact with VSA Capital and we can put you on our distribution list. Uh, and then the other thing I was going to mention, Paul, is just a couple of commodity prices. I noticed that Vanadium price is sort of is just going up a little bit. It's almost at ten dollars now, um, which actually is quite a nice move for Vanadium. Uh, and actually, I'm slightly surprised. I, I didn't spot that, um, but just worth mentioning. I don't know if you have a view on that. Uh, yes, uh, it's kind of a surprise to me too. So I'd have to do some more research on it myself. Very good. Go and do some more research then, please. And finally, the other one, and I, I am interested in your view on this one, but whilst I was out uh, on my last day in South Africa up in uh, Friendship raising money for the Kusasa Project, which is a great charity. It's a breaking the cycle of poverty uh, for the, the children up there. Um, I was told that uh, the price of tanzanite is actually going up because people feel it's getting close to the end of the supply. It's a very unique sort of um, crystal that comes out of uh, Tanzania. Uh, and it did remind me that about 15 years ago at a charity auction it, at Indaba, I probably, some people thought perhaps I'd had a little bit too much to drink, bid a rather large and high price for a piece of Tanzanite, which now uh, sits at the back of my wife's jewelry box. 
And they were saying, hold on to it, Andrew. The value of it could go shooting up. Any of you on that, Paul? Yes, tanzanite uh, as a colored gemstone is relatively unique. Only a few places in the world have it. And Tanzania by far is the commercial source for it, given uh, the quantity that's found there. It is uh, uh, artisanally mined uh, because commercial production had been tried by aim quoted company here about a decade ago, but there was real problems with trying to control illegal uh, mining and incursion on their property. So eventually they had to surrender it back to the government. Uh, and as such, then uh, it, it uh, has a rather opaque, uh, opaque pricing structure, but uh, because of its relative rarity, and it is a beautiful stone, there's no doubt about it. Uh, it probably does have a future as far as a price appreciation is concerned long-term. I might have to just go and fish it out of the back of my wife's jewellery box. She was never that impressed when I gave it to her, despite the huge sum of money I was paid for it. Um, and maybe I can uh, get some value out of it. Anyway, on that note, let's call it a day. And uh, we'll be back again tomorrow um, for Valentine's Day special. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Well, you've got Ollie then on tomorrow and the next day. Oh, you're taking your wife off somewhere, are you? No, I did that already. It's I'm off to a charity uh, thing of my own. Very good. All right, Paul, thanks.